Welcome to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast, connecting you to the leading minds in home improvement to discuss all things marketing and leadership. And now, your host, Kyle Powers. Welcome to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Powers, and I have an extremely exciting episode for you today. Tony Hody and I are going to be sitting down and discussing the four things that you can do in the fourth quarter to generate the most leads possible and finish 2020 strong. Hello, Tony. Hello, Kyle. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Absolutely. I'm excited to be down here this week working with you again and uh, really perfecting that brand ambassador program. And hey, for the listeners, really excited about what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and it's really about, you know, finishing this fourth quarter out strong. And so we got four fantastic ideas for you uh, to really help uh, keep your marketing going strong in the fourth quarter of this year, traditionally in a time when it tends to slow down a little bit for the home improvement industry. And to much of everyone's surprise, actually 2020, even though with all the bad things that have happened, it has actually done really well in the home remodeling industry. It's really important even more this year, Tony, than other years that the fourth quarter finished really strong. Yeah, I think it is super important this year to finish strong. Uh, you know, 2020 has been a strange year, but it has been good for many remodelers. A lot of them have fantastic momentum, and that's such a key element in in business is having that momentum and keeping that momentum going. You know, we really don't know what's in store uh, for 2021. You know, there's a lot of uh, home shows that are not yet on the schedule because they're still in limbo. Um, there's a number of other events that, you know, indoor events, whether they be car shows, boat shows, RV shows, a lot of those shows, uh, you know, aren't firm on the schedule. And, and even if they do end up taking place, a lot of them will be poorly attended because those large uh, group, you know, venues are, are tending to, to be tightened up. So, you know, there's going to be restrictions regarding lead generation for a lot of companies. You know, their traditional ways that they've made leads in the past won't be available to them in the first quarter of the year. And so I think it's really important to finish strong and carry that momentum, carry that cash flow into the first quarter of 2021. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I know a, a lot of home improvement companies that, you know, they just try to essentially get through the fourth quarter the best they can because they know right away starting out uh, in that fresh year, they got a lot of those, you know, big events like home shows and things like that. And, you know, yeah, they're definitely up in the air. And even if they do all happen, it's definitely not going to be business as normal, I think, at those. So uh, being very proactive. Uh, and so we got, again, four fantastic points for you today to, to really kickstart uh, that fourth quarter and, and make sure you finish strong. So the first one being retail. Yeah. So, you know, retail is a huge opportunity. Some companies do so well in the retail space and home remodeling, you know, so there's opportunities to generate leads in malls. There's opportunities to generate leads in big box stores, you know, not just your Home Depot's, Lowe's, and Menards, those types of places, but also, you know, Sam's Clubs, Walmarts, BJ's Wholesale Clubs, grocery stores. There's a number of opportunities in retail to generate business, uh, generate leads, you know, and so people are still going to be shopping for groceries. They're still going to be out shopping for the holidays. Um, so, you know, with the foot traffic 
being there and, and capturing that, that foot traffic, taking advantage of it and generating leads in that space is huge. Yeah, I've, I've been talking actually with a few clients that uh, retail has kind of opened back up with them. They're getting back into the malls. The malls are having them back. And some of the other programs like Sam's and stuff uh, are starting to open back up. Um, so malls are doing relatively well. They do have, uh, in some areas, some restrictions on them yet at what they can and can't do and, and uh, you know, for going out and getting the consumer and, and getting them to stop their feet. Uh, but they're they're still doing well and they're generating leads from it. So uh, you know, if we look at a mall, because that's typically a, a store that really does pick up uh, at the end of the year, you know, for Christmas shopping and the holidays and stuff. Um, what are maybe some tips you might give somebody, you know, trying to get in there? Yeah. So I think, you know, when you talk about tips, sometimes it's more about <laughs> mistakes, right? Um, you know, avoiding mistakes. And, you know, we learn more from failure than we learn from anything else. And, you know, that's really what it's all about. You know, and one of the things, the biggest failures that companies make in getting into malls is they try to negotiate space for the kiosks that are valued and they're only valued at that one time of year. And so they pay a premium for those kiosks. And I think that the better method or the better approach is to talk to the leasing agents about vacant space, you know, remnant space, um, you know, stores fronts that are inside the malls that are temporarily vacant and talk about going into those stores for larger, you know, square footage so that you can bring displays in and you can attract more people um, and doing it that way versus just spending a fortune on a tiny kiosk for a short period of time. You know, you see these Halloween stores pop up just about everywhere in a vacant space. They've got that negotiation process down to a science. They, they look for any golden opportunities in retail where there's a lot of square footage, a lot of visibility, and they fill that space. And there's an opportunity for remodelers to do the same thing. You just have to be proactive and approach it that way. Absolutely. Uh, one of the best, you know, end of the years I ever had uh, was with a mall. And uh, that's when I first got the idea to really try to negotiate that because in the main square of the mall, one of their key tenants that was a jewelry store went out of business. And so at that time of the year, they had a, you know, a very upfront vacant space. Um, and I was good already at negotiating down the kiosk because sometimes there just isn't vacant space and that's what you have to take if you want to be there. Uh, so in ways, just trying to negotiate that price down as low as possible. Um, and I, I thought, hey, why not give it a try? Worst they can say is no. So I just offered them what I was going to get that kiosk at that reduced rate for to move into and fill very quickly that entire space to make it look well. We decorated, you know, all the baths, all the windows, and it, and it looked very nice um, and, and filled that for them with the idea that, hey, as soon as they rented it and wanted us out, we, we, we could move in 24 hours and get everything out of there. And, and they went for it. And uh, we did, you know, couple hundred thousand dollars in just one month, you know, out of that store without even being able to really, um, you know, try to call in the people walking by. They only allowed us to say hello, happy holidays when someone was walking by. We couldn't, you know, hand out scratch offs or, you know, gift cards or anything like that. And we, you know, just because it looks so good, it just really drew the people in you know, for the holidays, plus we have chairs in there for them to sit down. So, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, offer something way lower than you think they would accept because they just might take it. Yeah. So that's, uh, I think, a, a real opportunity as you saw firsthand how well you can take advantage of uh, great real estate with inside the malls. And, um, you know, there's there's other retail opportunities as well, as we, as we discussed. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and so that brings us to our second of the Fantastic Four, which is uh, direct mail, multi-step direct mail with call behind from your call center to not just previous customers, but also rehash. Uh, what are some of your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I think it's a must. I think that if you are in need of leads in the fourth quarter, you have to put together a plan to methodically mail your database. In some cases, you're going to mail quotes that, you you know, demos, quotes, things that you have already, people you've already given prices and estimates to, um, and get try to get back in front of those people by calling behind to see if they got your special offer. Um, you know, so that's one campaign that you can run. And also prior customers, sending a special offer to prior customers that's exclusive for them, and then calling back behind that um, really gives your call center team uh, motivation to, to call because it's a warmer call. So they're, they're eager to jump on the phones and reach out to these people and see if they got the mailer and then get in a conversation with them. And obviously the best time to buy a winter coat is in the spring and the best time to shop for home improvements is in the winter. So, you know, you just have that conversation with the homeowner, find out what's next on their list for down the road and, you know, generate leads um, from your database, turn, you know, those dials into dollars. Absolutely. And I really feel that the homeowners uh, will buy if the deal is right for them. So crafting the right promotion, uh, the right deal to give out to them, uh, touching them, like you said, multiple times, you know, couple direct mail pieces with the call behind, uh, with the right offers, um, especially the more products, you know, you may be able to offer, it would seem the better. But uh, I know of window only companies, that's all they do is windows and doors that uh, get plenty of add on business at the end of the year through doing a, a program very much like that. Um, and for the companies that I've done it with when I've worked with them, as well as other companies that I know of, that's some of the best ROI they've ever gotten on marketing. I mean, a couple of percent a lot of times, uh, you know, on that mailer, because that's, that's really it. It's just the stamp, just the cost to get it out there. And then, you know, you're, you're hourly on your employees to, you know, put it together and call behind, which isn't much. And that's the thing, you know, you, you have people already on your team that are making dials. Um, so that, that is a fixed cost that's not going away, just making them more productive is the key. And how can you do that? Well, a small investment, you know, just, uh, you know, a lot of these mail houses will do the artwork for you so that you don't have to, you know, uh, you know, reinvent the wheel. You know, you can put together a nice December to remember um, or customer appreciation postcard that gets out to the mailer, get, get, gets out to your prior customers and follow up with a, with a friendly call and, you know, get in a conversation with them about the next project. Absolutely. And what other uh, maybe tips or tricks might you have to really to boost that, to really make it, uh, you know, to really motivate the callers behind it as well as, um, you know, multi-step drop? How many times do you think we should mail those people? A minimum of, of two, you know, to four times in the fourth quarter. Um, multiple impressions are the key to successful marketing. You know, so the more times they see your name, the more times they see your offer, the more likely they are to be responsive uh, or receptive to it. Uh, so, you know, definitely want to do it more times uh, than just mailing it out once and, and hoping and praying that you get the phone calls or hoping that you get the response. It typically doesn't work that way. And definitely calling behind to make sure that they got the mailer. If for some reason they didn't get the mailer, you know, you can always email it or text it to them and 
so they have it on file and you can again get in that conversation now that they have it in their hands you know what's going to be the next project on the list what project would you like to apply the savings towards if you were to do the work so a lot of opportunity just dialing behind those and you know incentivize your callers it's a great time of year as we talked about marketers uh are in need of additional cash over the holidays. Everybody's got that burden of gifts and so forth. So everybody loves a little extra cash at that time of year. So by incentivizing them and, and really putting, um, you know, the, the onus on them to make the dials, you'll get the results. I mean, from my experience in those programs too, especially when you're already doing it to previous customers, uh, they tend to demo and also sell at a little higher rate. Uh, so long as, the process, there's no shortcuts taken. You still have to run your processes. And I think that's the big thing. Everyone thinks it's going to be so easy because they've liked us in the past and then they skip steps and wonder why it doesn't turn out with uh, what they're really looking for. Uh, but from my experience, if you follow your steps and you do the marketing the way that you're supposed to and still, you know, elicit the pain of the project and still give them a great value of the visit, get that appointment set within those three days um, and then get, you know, a, a salesman, a, a designer out to the home that's going to run the sales process and do it. They tend to close, you know, at a higher rate and definitely demo at a higher rate uh, than than other leads. Is Absolutely. that your experience also? Without a doubt. You know, prior customers close at a, at a significantly higher rate, especially if you've done a good job for them. And even those that you've quoted in the past tend to close at a higher rate. They've already seen your your product. They're already familiar with your company. You're, you've followed up with them. You know, so there's a level of comfort there. And so closing percentages tend to be higher on those types of appointments as well. So huge opportunity in the fourth quarter to just go right to the database and uh, back to the well and cultivate and nurture what you've already spent your money on all year long. I couldn't agree more. Uh, and that brings us to number three, which is the brand ambassador program. Why do you feel that it's a great program in the fourth quarter? So fourth quarter as leads become more sparse, you know, getting nose to nose and toes to toes with people is critical. So one way to do that is by delivering a gift to your customers, showing up to installations, showing up post-installation to deliver a gift, check on the, you know, their satisfaction level, take after pictures, upload those after pictures to social media and other, other outlets online where you can get more exposure. And you know, while you're in front of this customer face-to-face, you have the opportunity to discuss future projects, to discuss what's next on the list, to offer them an incentive as a prior customer, a loyalty coupon or gift card to stimulate future business. And so getting in front of them is critical. And we use that brand ambassador program to do that. It's just logical to follow up on your installations and go out, check and see on the satisfaction, how happy the customers are, what you can do for them. They're going to open the door. They're going to invite you into their home under the pretense that you're coming to check on everything and deliver a gift basket. And that just becomes your next marketing and sales opportunity. And so taking advantage of that in the fourth quarter is huge. Yeah. And just being down here this week, again, uh, working on that program to, to perfect it even more, um, you know, we're certainly able to get a few add-on appointments, you know, and it doesn't really take a lot of effort. So you know, maybe that company that doesn't have a large marketing team and they really need the leads to, you know, to 
supply a couple of their sales guys through the fourth quarter and keep everyone busy, just that one marketer, you know, can be really effective at, at adding business right now, tomorrow. Absolutely. That's, that's the idea. It's really about leads for today and leads for the future. You know, you can stimulate repeat business immediately. You can stimulate referral business immediately. You know, sometimes the business that comes from the online reviews that you collect while you're there, that may take a little bit longer. Um, but you can also get out and go out and knock on doors around the job site. You know, after you've visited your customer and delivered the gift basket, you can do some radius marketing and that can generate immediate results. And so just that, that brand ambassador program, very robust in, in that regard and um, really a, a great place to focus your energy in the fourth quarter. And I know uh, with the brand ambassador, one of the other things you can do is is bring in that direct mail aspect too of around the job mailers so you can get that multi-step approach. Uh, with that, I know we have a client that is doing a before, you know, a, hey, we're going to be doing work in your neighborhood mailer, a during, uh, during the install that we're doing work right now, and then an after, and then they follow up with the brand ambassador after that third mailing. Um, and I know they're getting creative and doing some, you know, holiday type things like, you know, get a free door for the holidays with the purchase of a house full of windows uh, and that kind of stuff. So you can, again, make it and gear it towards a promotion that really makes sense for people to want to pull the trigger at a time when most don't. Absolutely. You always have to make the the, the season the reason. You know, yeah. so if people say, well, we're real busy during the holidays. Well, I understand, but, you know, we've got the best promotion of the year going on during the holidays. And so you always have to turn that frown upside down and make that the reason why it's so important to do business now. Yeah. If you're ever going to do it, now's the time. Now's the time and put that reason behind it. Uh, and so moving into our very last uh, point of the Fantastic Four is going to be canvassing. And yeah. why that's so important, uh, more so in the fourth quarter than any quarter of the year. I really believe that's true. You know, companies need leads during the fourth quarter, particularly towards the end of the fourth quarter. And, you know, getting out there, rolling up your sleeves and generating leads the old fashioned way by simply knocking on doors around your job sites. They see the yard signs, they see the trucks, they see the work that's going on. Most businesses have a a healthy backlog right now. And as a result of that healthy backlog, there should be installations all over the place. Someone needs to be following those installations and generating leads around them. Take advantage of that attention that you've got in the neighborhoods. You know, there's obviously people buying in those neighborhoods. Um, so they're the ideal demographic for you to follow behind them, protect your job sites by getting out there and knocking on doors and making sure that you're not creating the idea for someone. Yeah, maybe we should look into windows too, but they call someone else, you know, you want to get out there and capture that audience. Um, so it's, it's a great opportunity. And in, in the fourth quarter when leads are sparse or less prevalent than they are other times throughout the year, that's the time where you need to get out and stimulate and, and knock on a few doors. And um, I really encourage people to take advantage of that opportunity. And I think that's a, you know, a great thing with canvassing uh, and even the brand ambassador uh, position where they're going to go out and knock a few of the doors in the, in the area uh, where canvassing come, you know, can cover a lot more of that uh, is the simple fact that you can turn it on and off as needed. You need to generate more leads, hire another person or two. It's 
Um, it certainly takes a while to get them and turn them into being great, but you know, people in their first week can start generating leads, canvassing, uh, especially running with a system like we have. And so a few questions I've gotten talking to, uh, you know, clients and potential clients throughout the United States, different areas have different restrictions and things like that. Uh, one of the questions I have gotten a lot recently is, it's really now a good time to knock doors. Isn't, you know, if people, you know, going to yell at you about COVID and actually I just got it the other night. Are they going to call the cops on me because I'm knocking in this time and there's restrictions? Um, and my answer to that has been actually now is better than ever. You got people working from home. So it's not just those power hours that are really good. You got all hours of the day that can be really good. Um, you have uh, what I've said to the whole COVID thing is, hey, if they're really that freaked out about you possibly spreading something to them, they just don't answer the door. Right. So I, I haven't had any uh, bad experience or have any clients that have had bad experience of, you know, police getting called or getting screamed at because, you know, they're knocking during this time. Um, and, you know, the other thing I want to bring up is for, you know, a lot of the country, fourth quarter starting to get really cold. And do you guys really canvas in northern Wisconsin or name any state that gets really cold? You know, even Ohio gets pretty cold here, uh, you know, in December, January, those kind of times. And, and what is your answer to that, Tony? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I really think it's the best time to knock on doors because when the schedule is light, the likelihood of you getting your appointments uh, out issued to your, to your salespeople and, and demonstrated it quickly and converting those leads at a very high rate, that's the opportunity to do it. I mean, you can schedule same day appointments. And like you said, there's, there's something called the COVID contact rate right now. Everybody is home. Everybody is staring at their projects that they're considering. And so it's a great time to be knocking on doors. You know, you're always going to have that real small percentage of people that are crabby for one reason or another, whether they don't like solicitors or whether they you catch them on a bad day um, you know that 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 potential is is never going away but the vast majority are warm and receptive and that's what we need to focus on you, you don't focus on the, the handful of people that aren't receptive you focus on the leads that you can generate from all those that uh, are are receptive to your message and going back, uh, you know, and just some of my experiences, you know, with that in my first uh, go around of knocking doors for a home improvement company, uh, you know, we were looking at kind of taking that later December into January time off, not canvassing because, you know, yeah, holidays, people are busy, um, you know, it's starting to get cold, uh, things like that. And, you know, we decided actually there's really no other leads coming in from anywhere, specifically those last couple of weeks of December when you get real tight to the, you know, to the holidays. And so would you mind going out there? They said, and we said, sure, we'll, we'll go out there. And, um, it's probably the most productive time we've ever had. Cause again, a lot of people take time off around the holidays. So not just for the holiday, but they, you know, extend that holiday and take vacation time there. Uh, so there's a lot of people around, and especially now, I mean, working from home, uh, definitely, I think, like you called it, you know, the, the COVID contact rate is, is way up for uh, being able to get people. So I think a lot of people fear it not going well, maybe fear not being able to keep um, great staff around if they're forcing them, so to say, to work in the cold. Um, so I think it's key to come up with, you know, some other things to work shorter shifts to, you know, bring hot chocolate in the thermoses to maybe take a break where you're taking them all the, you know, Starbucks for the break to get hot chocolate, coffee, all those type of things. 
Yeah, so you absolutely have to get creative that time of year. Um, I think it's very important to do everything from dress warm to um, you know have have your pre-shift meetings where you're everybody's positive, upbeat, and focusing on short term. Don't focus on oh we're going to be out there all month long in this cold weather, but let's focus on the next four hours out there knocking on doors. What type of results? we can get in the next four hours and providing bonuses and incentives that take their mind off the long term and get them focused on the short term. If you can go out and book X amount of appointments, you can earn this type of result. Yeah, I did a um, an extra bonus for my staff at one time. We called it the Dash for Christmas Cash you know, line your pockets with cash to get those gifts for the family. Uh, and every day we had some type of an extra bonus uh, that, you know, hey, if they set three appointments that day, they automatically got a pull from the, you know, the special box with different amounts in it. Uh, and every day we changed up what it was. So we made it fun and, you know, could track that. And of course we had overall winners and things like that um, to get extra cash for around a time when a lot of people uh, need the extra cash. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, they really have a need. Marketers definitely have a, a burden at Christmas time, like everybody else, with uh, gifts and other expenses, traveling to visit relatives, different things of those along those lines. So having those extra incentives and bonuses can make all the difference. You know, even little things, keeping it fun. You know, we've had people dressed up in festive holiday gear to, you know, get a smile on someone's face at the front door, whether it's a Santa Claus hat or whatever other uh, Christmas clothing or holiday clothing that they have that uh, kind of really projects an image of festive, fun-loving nature. You can get that energy going around the office, get that energy going on, on, on your marketing team, and I think it makes a big difference. So that, uh, Tony, you know, again, some really great points there. There's four things that I think even if any company just takes one of those and runs with it can really boost up their lead count for the fourth quarter. Obviously, the more of them you can do, the more you spread it out, the more contact you make with people, whether it be on the phones, through direct mail, on the doors, in retail places, obviously, the more leads you're going to generate, right? It's all a contact game. Um, and so would like to kind of add a little bit of a, a bonus tip in here on top of that. Uh, around the holidays, there tends to be a lot of Santa type, you know, come see Santa and families bring their kids. Families are the ones that tend to own homes and things like that. Uh, I've had success in the past, you know, sponsoring, you know, Santa, you know, being in the square or whatever. And so my uh, marketers were able to come and work the line and, you know, give away downtown gift cards for surveys and things like that. Uh, but maybe now with the whole COVID thing, you know, they may not have a lot of Santa. So maybe even looking, you know, what do you think about having maybe like a Santa in the showroom uh, and you can limit the guests and things like that that are coming? Sure. That's that's a great idea. I think that if you space it out throughout the day and you limit the number of people that you're having in your showroom, you may be able to pull an event like that off. We did a Santa in the showroom last year and we considered it a success. We definitely generated some leads. We had a lot of fun and there was community goodwill, you know, and so it was really, um, it was a great event all the way around. But, you know, I think there's always a way to get it done. If you, you know, look at the way we've adapted and evolved to succeed and prevail during COVID so far, um, we just need to look and continue to adapt and evolve in the fourth quarter so that we can you know, continue to prevail. 
Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And as we were looking at putting this episode together, um, you know, you really kind of had a great analogy with the fourth quarter, you know, with sports and things like that. And again, why it's so important to really uh, do well at this time. And could you maybe share that with what we're talking about a little earlier? Absolutely. You know, I'm a big sports fan. And uh, regardless of what's going on this year with professional sports, uh, it seems like there's more politics in sports than there are sports in sports. But in any case, you know, I'm still a fan. And, you know, the fourth quarter is incredibly important. It doesn't matter how well you play in the first three quarters. The game is usually won or lost in the fourth quarter. And the same is true, I think, in the home remodeling business, your year is going to be won or lost in the fourth quarter. You can have a great year, great summer. Everybody is making money when the economy is Goldilocks. Everybody's making money when the sun is shining and people are buying. But, you know, come the fourth quarter, that's where we separate the men from the boys, so to speak. And you really have to have it dialed in. You have to have a plan and you have to execute on that plan in order to win in the fourth quarter. So I think it's every everything to do with sports as far as the same type of mindset that you have to take into the fourth quarter. And so I'm, I'm hoping you folks out there take advantage of some of these tips and uh, strategize, plan, and execute. Absolutely. It was fun having you on the show again today. I always like being able to get face-to-face for a podcast. Uh, it's certainly, uh, you know, we're going to look to put more of these together where we actually talk about specific marketing ideas and how to do them and, and really excel in them. So, Tony, thanks for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast. For a free consultation on how Tony Hody Training and Consulting can assist with your home remodeling business, please visit TonyHody.com. That's T-O-N-Y-H-O-T-Y.com. Thank you for listening.